0: Hi friends, welcome to season two of Invest Your Best with Allie Kay. Come along as I casually explore what it takes for you to live your best life mentally, physically, and spiritually by focusing on the things you can control, your thinking and actions. Come and listen as I have raw, real, and open conversations about what it takes for you to step into action to live your best life. It's time to invest your best. Hey guys, welcome to the Invest Your Best podcast. I am your host, Allie Kay. And on this episode, I have on Colton Barnaby. Now, last September, Colton weighed himself and was shocked to find that he weighed over 300 pounds. From there, Colton decided that he was going to take the steps to start a whole weight loss wellness journey and document his progress along the way. Since September, Colton has lost over 50 pounds, and I'm so excited for you guys to listen to his inspiring story and also how essential habits have been in his success thus far. So stay tuned. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Invest Your Best Podcast with Allie Kay. I am so excited because I have Colton Barnaby on the show today. And he is someone who just decided to embark on his whole weight loss personal journey. He's over halfway there. And I'm just so excited to have him on today's episode and just really just find out what's going on, what's working for him, hear about his celebrations and setbacks, and just really give you just an everyday person bettering themselves. So Colton, hello. Welcome to the show.
1: Hey, Allie. It's so cool to be here. This is so exciting. Thanks for having me.
0: Yeah. So, first of all, I just want to hear more about who you are. You know, um, let me know what do you do for a living. Where are you from? Just give me a little bit of background about you.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So, I'm 31 years old, married to an incredibly strong woman named Natalie Barnaby. She's absolutely gorgeous and intelligent, like you wouldn't believe. And uh, we've been married for eight years. This May, together for about 11. We're having our first child. Congratulations! A Thank you. Yeah, this May. So right after she graduates law school, it's very exciting. Uh, I'm originally from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, and my wife and I now we live in Chicago, and we've been here for about three years, and we absolutely love it. I work in the financial services industry, so you know our mission is we want to help uh, middle class, working class families be able to put a plan together to get out of debt, to be able to save more money for retirement, and. And really just put themselves in a better position financially overall. So that's what I do.
0: So that's awesome. So you are busy man, married, full-time job. You got a baby on the way. And you decided one day, you stepped on the scale, you saw yeah. a number, and from that day on, you started investing in yourself. And I just want to hear this whole journey and really what led up to it and what's going on.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So, well, you know, that moment, Allie, it, it it wasn't quite as simple as, and I'm sure you understand this and a lot of other people do as well. It wasn't as simple as I, I stepped on a scale, saw a number and decided to make a, a change because I had that moment like a hundred times before, mm. like, you know, over the years, I had so many of those moments. You step on this, the scale, you see a number and you're like, I can't believe that. And, uh, you know, one of the tools that really helped me in my weight loss journey so far has been an app called MyFitnessPal. I'm sure you're familiar with it. And when I downloaded it, you know, it's so funny. This has happened multiple times. I'll step on the scale, see the number, go, I got to make a change. And I download MyFitnessPal. And you can watch my weight gain journey over the last 10 years. By looking at the the logs that I have in my fitness pal. And I remember every one of those benchmarks was something that I thought, oh, I'm the biggest I've ever been. I'm never gonna it's never gonna be worse than this. And then two weeks would go by, I kind of forget about it, go back into my life. And two years later I download the app again and it'd be 20, 30 pounds higher. And I eventually ended up this September, I looked at the scale and I'm about five ten, five eleven, you know, on a good day. And I stepped on the scale and I was just over 300 pounds. Wow! And my wife and I had just decided to you know, start trying to have a baby. And so I'm thinking about my future. And you know, I was really close with my grandfather. He was like another father figure in my life. And he was a great man, but he died at 70. I was only eight years old. And I felt so robbed, right? He had diabetes and heart disease and all kinds of other problems. And when I look at his last 10 years of his life and the quality of life that he had, It was awful. He's always in and out of the hospital in wheelchairs, you know, just terrible. And I thought, is that the life that I want? Do I want to leave my, you know, wife and my child and my grandchildren when I could have stood 10, 20, 30 years with them and 10, 20, 30 years of great quality life? And that's what really made me decide I've got to make a change.
0: I think that's so powerful. It's like, just that moment of connecting with your why. And I was, I was guilty of that too. Like starting like, okay, tomorrow I'm going to start this new lifestyle. And then I do it for like two days. And then before I know it, like six months have gone by and then I'm like, okay, tomorrow I'm going to start. So it sounds like you just really connected with that intrinsic motivation, that, that reason to keep pushing forward. And it's stuck this far and you've lost over 50 pounds since September. <laughs> That's unreal. Yeah. That's crazy.
1: Yeah, wait, in. I think it's 243 this morning. Wow. Uh, down from 300.4. You get that point four. Yeah. And uh, and it's really exciting because, um, you know, Allie, one of the things that I didn't expect to was just how empowering it is in other areas of my life to feel like, wow, I'm taking back control. Things that I thought were a foregone conclusion things that I had just started to believe, well, this is just my life and this is just you know who I am and maybe uh, I'm just gonna let whatever happens to me happen to me. And to take control of one area of your life, it's almost become like a cornerstone habit or a, a series of habits that have become like cornerstone habits that I'm building other habits on in other areas of my life that are really making me feel so much more empowered and in control and leading to better results all over the place.
0: Yeah, and I like right before we started recording this episode, we were kind of just having a little bit of small talk. And I asked you, I was like, do you want me to call it a weight loss journey? Because I know for me, like it started out as a weight loss journey, but kind of like you're saying, it clicks and becomes so much more like it's like a personal growth journey because it translates in so many different areas of your life. And do you feel like that's kind of what is keeping you motivated to keep going? Or what what is your motivation to keep going, especially bad days? I know you have bad days. We all have them, right?
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. What's really changed are the habits that I've developed and changed, right? You know, what's crazy about a habit is you do it habitually. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You do it without even realizing you're doing it. It just becomes your default And so when I was gaining weight, if you would have asked me if I was overeating or what I was doing, I would have been like, no, like I'm eating normally. I I had developed habits of eating in secret, binging when nobody was around, got so used to lying to others about it. I was lying to myself and these habits were putting me there. So even if I had a good day then, It wouldn't matter because the power of that bad habits were so powerful that one good day was not going to undo all of the bad stuff. But the flip works too. When you start to develop habits of moving your body every day, right? And getting exercise, which for me just started off as walking. I just walked for 30 minutes or an hour a day or whatever I could do, and then that developed into more. Eventually I started riding on, you know, on a Peloton, which not everybody needs to do, but is a fun tool. And when we started getting into the habit of counting my calories and eating, it got to the point where I don't even have to be like a a servant to counting calories anymore or a servant to to, you know, exercising in my mind or thinking like, I have to get X done every day because it's just going to happen. So if I do have a bad day, there's a long question answer to your question. No, I like
0: keep going. It's good.
1: (laughs) Then that one bad day isn't going, the power of the good habits I've created are too monumental. They have too much momentum for that one bad day to mess it up. So it's really just about what are some small, little everyday things that I can do that when done consistently over time have massive results.
0: Okay. That's a lot. I love like what you just said, let's just pick it apart because there's so much depth, like so much takeaway from what that answer that I just want to like go back and dissect each part because it's so good. So habits. And I say this too, it's that all or nothing thinking. And that's why we fail is because we say, okay, tomorrow we're going to do the extreme of what we're currently doing. And then that's it rather than making those small and slow steady changes to build that foundation in those habits. So I just want to pick apart. What were some of your habits that you started? I know you just mentioned walking. I know you said Peloton counting calories. Tell me a little bit more about those first habits
1: one of the first habits was i started getting rid of all of the time i spent consuming entertainment that wasn't necessarily benefiting me and i i'm not like a like a moralist here you know, i think it's okay to watch shows that you like and i do now but for a period of time i thought i need to use my time to educate myself a little bit more cuz there's so much misinformation in the health and fitness industrial complex, if we want to call it. And I, you, you go, well, what, who do I listen to or what do I trust? So the first habit that I did was I go, okay, I'm going to stop listening. And this, I'm not saying that everybody has to do. This is just what I did. I said, I'm going to stop listening to anybody. I want to lose a hundred pounds. So I'm going to stop listening to everybody who hasn't done what I want to do first. And I'm going to start there. So I just started Googling man who loses a hundred pounds. <laughs>
0: Are there a lot of those out there? Like, is.
1: Oh my gosh, a ton. So many. It's, it's incredible. And so I started like reading and, and listening. And then I started finding YouTube channels mm-hmm. from people that weren't necessarily health or fitness experts, but they had lost a hundred pounds and kept it off over the course of several years. And I thought, okay, what are they doing? Mm-hmm. And I, what I discovered is they pointed me in the direction of health and fitness experts that were giving good advice. And so some of those, you know, people were, there's a guy on YouTube called obese to beast, an uh, unbelievable channel, a guy named bricks, fitness, on this YouTube channel, these are guys who both lost over 100 pounds and got fit. And I thought, can oh, a minute. So I started listening and consuming content for people that were telling me what to do. And then they gave me the next small habits, which were be in a caloric deficit. So if your body burns more energy than you consume, you will lose weight, right? Maybe there's some kind of medical anomaly that exists out there, but almost nobody falls into that category. Right. But if you consume more energy than you burn, you will gain weight. It was that simple. And one of the things I learned from there was it doesn't have to be crazy. 500 calories is the difference between losing a one to two pounds a week or not. And one of the things they told me was like, don't Try to lose all of your weight super fast, right? If it's easy, it's sleazy, right? Instead, Ooh, I like
0: that. Easy, it's sleazy. I like yeah, it. Yeah,
1: <laughs> that's a motto that I've lived my life by in a lot of areas. But if it's easy, it's sleazy. You don't need to lose, you know, if, if you lose 100 pounds fast, you could gain 100 pounds fast. I wanted to learn to live with the habits that I could have forever, so I didn't get into any kind of diet that I wouldn't want to be on for the rest of my life was one of the main things. So, and by the way, I've never, I haven't cut any type of food out Wow. Um, and, you know, shouts out to people on keto or vegans and all of that. Like, Hey, if, if you love that, that's awesome. Yeah. But for me, I love food. So I want to, I don't ever want to be like, Oh, I can't eat that ever because I don't eat that type of food. I just started eating 500 calories less a day and I would use my Fitness Pal and I'd put it in there. And it's really easy to, to track your calories in that app because if it's a recipe you make at home, you can literally put the, the web address, copy and paste the web address, and it imports the recipe right into there with all of the nutritional facts. Or you could scan the barcode or mm-hmm. just get close by typing what it is and then finding the closest thing. So it was just counting my calories. Trying to consume 500 less calories than I burn every day than what I was supposed to eat. And I used a TDEE calculator, total daily energy expenditure calculator online.
0: Okay. I have never heard this. Inform me about this. What is this? Okay.
1: This was really helpful because when you're told eat less calories, you know, that can be really scary because you don't know what calories are. Allie, I, I'm so dumb. I used to think about food like – when I say used to, I mean like this time last year.
0: Mm. If you would have
1: asked me, I would have been like, yeah, I know that's not right. But still, subconsciously, I thought about food in terms of how much it weighed. I like, well, this snicker bar doesn't weigh very much, so certainly it's not going to be that – it's not going to add that much to me.
0: It's like one of those lyings. Like you probably know subconsciously <laughs> this is not right, but I'm going to yes. keep telling myself.
1: Yes, so I'd be like, oh, well, like this—you know—pizza slice is a thin crust pizza. It doesn't weigh very much. It's you there. know, it's not. <laughs> so I just didn't know a TDEE calculator, a total daily energy expenditure calculator, simple tool. They're free online, and you can just put in basic information: your age, male or female, what your weight is. You'll put in like your uh, the amount of energy you usually expend in a day and it usually is really simple it'll say like do you work out once a week twice a week three times a week four times a week five times a week whatever and it'll tell you what the amount of calories that you need to eat to maintain your current weight is what you need to eat if you want to gain weight and what you need to eat if you want to lose one to two pounds a week
0: wow that's very that's helpful to just even know where to start
1: so when i put that in there it was like all right you know you if you want to Maintain, eat 2,500 calories a day. If you want to cut one to two pounds, eat 2,000 calories a day. And then what I would do is I would work out and whatever I burned, calories I burned in that workout, I'd add that back to what I could eat for the
0: day. Okay, gotcha.
1: And so I've never, I've literally never gone to bed hungry. I've never starved in this entire journey. I've eaten whatever I want to eat. I literally eat pizza, brownies, cookies. But here's the deal I don't eat that stuff mostly. Right. Right. I can have those things, but then I learned about calorie density. And I'm sure you know all about this. Yes. Some foods are just more calorie dense. So it might weigh less, but it's more packed full of calories. And so if I want to be full, I tend to want to eat foods that are less calorie dense because I can eat a larger mass, a, a bigger amount of food, and consume less calories and feel more full. And it just so happens, hey, that nature has made, or God, or whatever you want to call it, right, has made healthier foods less calorie dense. So you can eat a ton of it and feel full and great and not gain weight.
0: We'll be back after a quick break. Real quick, I wanted to interrupt this podcast episode and give you the health tip of the day. Now, today's health tip of the day actually has to do with spices that can aid in weight loss. The first spice is cinnamon. Now, cinnamon actually helps reduce blood sugar and can help carbs process healthier. The second spice is mustard seed. Now, mustard seed boosts metabolism 20 to 25% for several hours after consumption. The third spice is ginger, which acts as a diuretic, improves gastric mobility, and can hinder cholesterol absorption. The last spice that can aid in weight loss is black. Pepper. black pepper boosts metabolism helps digestion and aids nutrient absorption so next time you're cooking try to incorporate these spices and that is the health tip of the day What are some of those foods that you enjoy? Just so people get an idea of like the foods that, you know, they're good for you and they're so good and you can eat a lot of them versus like one stickers bar, like what you can eat with those foods versus like a half of, you know. A yeah. Sandwich.
1: So I started looking at some calorie density videos on YouTube and I found out some wild stuff, food that I thought was really good for me or healthy, quote unquote, like banana chips. Banana yeah. chips aren't. Unhealthy for you, but they love banana
0: uh, chips. Me too. And I was like
1: chopping on banana chips, thinking, "Oh, I'm losing." There's a
0: banana in them, right?
1: (laughs) But when you look at one cup of banana chips, it has the same amount of calories as eight full bananas.
0: Yeah, that's a lot.
1: (laughs) So, so well, I just think about the banana chips are great. They're they're not necessarily bad for you, but how well, how hungry am I? I can either have one cup of banana chips or I could eat up to eight bananas. Now, I'm never going to eat eight bananas. But if I ate two, I'd be way more full than I was on that one cup of banana chips. So eating whole foods really is one of the keys. So, you know, we'll eat chicken and fish and beef, but, uh, you know, a lot of salads, which is, you know, People think it's boring, but you can actually make a salad really fun. We put walnuts and strawberries and chicken and cheese and all kinds of stuff in there. and it, it can be really tasty. Every morning, I kind of have the same breakfast. One of two things. Now, this is interesting. Allie, here's, I always say my key to weight loss so far has been hazelnut coffee creamer.
0: Ooh, okay. Tell me okay. about a hazelnut coffee creamer.
1: There's nothing special about it. It's not good for you,
0: <laughs> but, <laughs> but it does it's the not. Trick. Per,
1: it's not particularly calorie heavy. It, you know, if you get coffee mate hazelnut creamer, it's about thirty five calories. Well, I have that with my coffee in the morning. That doesn't add a ton of calories. But every day, I start my day off feeling like I had that sweet treat. You know, I'm feeling good. Like, I, you already feel like you cheated, and all you did was have like thirty five calories in your coffee cup. Instead of 400 calories in a brownie or a cookie.
0: Yeah. Or with like more sugar and creamer and all that. That's just
1: right. Yeah. It's just like a little dollop and you all know, put like a small cup of coffee and then that it's really nice. But then also every morning, I usually have these, they're fried, right? I've lost 50, you know, almost 60 pounds eating fried food every day, but it's a fry. It's from Trader Joe's and it's a Lockheed. It's a potato Lockheed. Okay, And so it's like a little potato pancake and I'll have two of them, put them in the oven for 10 minutes, flip them 10 more minutes and it's 150 calories for the both of them. And then I fry up two eggs. So I have two eggs, two potato latkes. And when I put them back in for the second 10 minutes, I'll put like six little grape tomatoes on there or cherry tomatoes. And then they like blister and and get roasted in there. It's an unbelievable breakfast. And it's like 365 total calories for that breakfast.
0: What's the brand? Do you know the brand?
1: I think it's just Trader Joe's brand. Man,
0: I don't have a Trader Joe's, but I'm going to Google that. That They're so good. I want to back up. You talked about binging. Like one of the things that you found yourself doing was binging. I know a lot of people who message me. That's one of their issues is binging. That was mine. Still, I find myself struggling to this day. Like when my kids go to bed... You know, I was, I was good like all day and now it's like seven o'clock and I'm bored and my, and there's Cheez-Its and Goldfish. Just wait. Once you have a little boy, your house will be stocked. You know, <laughs> how did you overcome what were like some of the small steps towards eliminating that binging that you, you Great
1: did? question. It was just the clarity of knowing how many calories I, I can eat in the day and tracking it. And so I'd start off the day and go, Hey. I really want, I'm really craving a donut from Stan's donut. I want the Nutella banana donut from Stan's. It's so so good. good. And there's a Stan's, we live like right downtown Chicago. So there's like three stands right around us. And it's like, it's like a battlefield walking to the office every day, passing up these stands. Mm. And so I go, well, today, if I want a Stan's donut, I can have a Stan's donut. Uh, I will just eat one Lockie and one egg and that will cut those calories in half. And I'll have a slightly smaller portion for this lunch or this dinner. And I just make room for that binge. That way I've never feel like I'm totally like white knuckling. For me, once I feel like I'm white knuckling, no, I'm going to be disciplined. See, I just don't believe it. We do the opposite. Yeah. I don't believe discipline really works or that it exists. I think that habits are what work and exist. I agree. We th- People that you think are like just really disciplined, no, they just have developed a ha- good habit on top of good habit over time. They're not like waking up, that guy who's super fit, that girl who's super fit, that you're like, "Oh man, there must be so disciplined. They're not like,
0: "Oh
1: I hate going to the gym. No, they've built little habits. It's not even like hard necessarily anymore.
0: And it's those little steps. I ha- I like how you say the discipline too, because like the, the habits versus the discipline, because I have realized more, I, obviously we're still on this journey every day. It's a conscious mm-hmm. effort, you know, and I do find myself the days that I fall off track are the days that I'm not structured like that Monday through Friday. I'm in that structured routine where my habits, you know, I've established Solid habits where I go to the gym in the morning and all that, but then on the weekends, you know, my weekends look different every weekend, and I realize I haven't really established, you know, a morning routine, a morning habit, and stuff like that. So I like i i i agree with you as far as like the habits and almost like the habits built up to the discipline in a sense, but i, I yeah think, I think it definitely starts with the habits and. I love how you're sharing your journey. I just saw your YouTube video a couple weeks ago um, on your Facebook. You share like inspirational quotes and kind of share like what's going on with you. Why did you personally choose to share your journey that you're on?
1: That's such a good question. I love attention. <laughs> me too. <laughs> uh, and uh, my wife has helped me come to terms with that. I like it to- That's okay. But I, I, so I'm always posting, anyways. And but here's the deal: I like attention for like I I, I love helping people. I love making a difference, and I love being an encourager. You know, the people that I want to be around the most are the people who, when I'm with them, they make me feel most empowered and most excited to be me. And so I want to share content that, that empowers people and that makes people feel good. And then another aspect is I wanted accountability. Yes. That decision I made so many times was just a secret private decision. Well, and nobody knows if you don't follow through on it, but this time I said loudly, Hey, and mentor in business to me once told me like, you know, people will tell you not to get your hopes up. But if you if you want to get the same results that you're currently getting, then don't get your hopes up. But if you want better results, you've got to get your hopes up. You have to like foolishly let the universe, let God, let the world know right what you want and go after it. And if you don't do that, it's really hard to make that commitment. So I wanted to make it loud and proud. And I wanted I, I thought that if, you know, as I reach milestones. I, I love being applauded, and yeah. I, love, I love being, uh, what's the word, recognized. And I think a lot of us do. Yes. That's kind of, one of the quintessential things in American culture, right? If you look at the, the, the Christmas Story movie, the dad, he gets that grand prize that he wins, right? And he opens it up, and it's a leg lamp. And the movie sets you up to think he's going to be disappointed, because it's just this ugly lamp. But he's so excited about it because it wasn't about the lamp. It was about the recognition. And so I thought, well, if I share my journey on here, when I reach new goals, I can encourage others and get recognition uh, and feel encouraged myself. So it was a win-win.
0: Yeah, I love that. Celebrate the small goals. And that small goal might even be like, hey, you went outside and walked for five minutes, you know, versus yesterday, you didn't move your body at all. So I love that. Where can we find you Online, so we can go follow your journey.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, at Colton Barnaby, C O L T E N B A R N A B Y on Instagram. You can follow me on Facebook by the same name, Twitter at the same name. There's not a lot of not a lot of Colton Barnabys out there, so I get the the at handles with just my name. Love
0: it. Well, thank you, Colton, so much for coming on the show. And this has been another episode of the Invest Your Best podcast with Ali K. We'll you